Great to have your company for On The Pace on this Thursday morning here on Sky Sports Radio. Plenty to discuss. We had Jack Chappell on board yesterday morning's edition and he had another great night at the office. So great to see him continuing to kick goals. He was able to grab a double on the card, including that runner that he highlighted as his best chance um, as well, which was great to see. But Taylor's four was successful uh, early on in the night. There was the two two-year-old races as well, uh, which were hotly contested. And as mentioned, there'll be races that we can really look forward to uh, going forward uh, towards the Bathurst Gold Crown Carnival. Stylish Lazarus was too good in the first of them for Jack Trainer and Cam Hart. Lazarus's first Southern Hemisphere victor. So the former champion racehorse on the board here in Australia. And then Royal Cruiser was successful as a short price favourite in the second of the two-year-old races in a solid 157 and nine mile rate. So those tiara heats are to be run next Wednesday. That will be the official start of the carnival. We'll race tonight at Penrith and we're looking forward to a solid night of racing there as well with the heat of the Go Girlfriend series alongside a few other really competitive races. And not only will Robbie Morris have drives tonight at Penrith, but also at Newcastle and Menangle this week. So we'll talk to Robbie shortly around those chances the young fields are now through also for Friday night, the young carnival of cups to take place, including that young Pacers cup of $30,000, which will be staged as race number five. There's the young Oaks as well as a Waratah heat. So that will be run tomorrow evening alongside what's going to be a busy Friday of racing with Newcastle, Young and Broken Hill all racing, as well as that Menangle card on Saturday night as well. So we'll see if we can link up with Robbie Morris now to get some insight from him around his chances over the next few days. And he's joining us for On The Pace this morning. Thanks for your time, Robbie. No worries, Britt. Thanks for having me. A busy few days coming up and we won't delve into each of you chances, otherwise we'll be here all day. But firstly, tonight you've got several uh, winning hopes, including race number four. You link up with Marywood Tony here, the lone second row runner, uh, comes through a Simpson Memorial. So that's pretty good form for a race at Penrith, a three-year-old race at Penrith on a Thursday night, but hasn't been seen for a few weeks. Yeah, that's right. Um, I've only drove him the once and that was in that Simpson Memorial. He gave me a really good feel, but um, it was just a hot field and they sort of Slackened off through the middle and really ripped on home. So, um, yeah, I think, you know, as long as he sort of comes into the race, he'll probably be a little bit short on match fitness, but um, I think he's definitely a good chance to, to run a really good race. Touche will go around in race number seven, drawn in barrier number three, a horse that you know very well. Hasn't been too far away of late, but this looks a, a fairly winnable race for this horse. Yeah, he's... Um, I'll be honest, he's had his chance the last two or three weeks and he keeps finding an excuse not to. But looking at this race, uh, it's the first time he's off the OD. He's probably been having to get around to the chair and he's been a long way back in his races and been getting beat five and six metres. So probably gets a bit more of an opportunity today to be somewhere close to the bunny, not having to do three lengths less work. So, look, he's not a star, but um, he's definitely not a star's field and hopefully he can, he's up there within the first two or three Without doing too much, you'll um, it'll definitely be there turn it for home. On tab prices, they look your best chances and you're freelancing tonight as well. Is there one that I've missed that you're thinking uh, could run a bit of a race tonight or do they look the two best hopes? Oh, probably on paper. Um, they probably look the two best hopes. Obviously, Merriwood Tony's got the, with the form coming back and um, 
and Touche. Yeah, they're going. They're both horses. Probably Grey Cadillac's another one we haven't mentioned that ain't going bad, but keeps drawing that barrier three, and he's only got enough gate speed to get himself in trouble. If he can get to the rail and get a cushy run at odds, I don't think he's not out of it either. Oh, that's Grey Cadillac in race number two. Tomorrow night at Newcastle, you'll have a, a solid book of chances again, including a two-year-old going around in the opening race by the name of Dangerous Threats. What's your opinion of this guy? Yeah, I really like him. Um, he's, uh, he's a beautiful-looking horse. He's, um, he's got all the attributes. He's got good speed. He, he's strong enough. Um, by all reports, which Steve Turnbull's one of the best judges I can say that I've seen, he's got massive wraps on his two-year-old that beat him ahead last week. I think they were a bit shocked that something got that close to it. But, um, look, I, I think he's really good, this horse. He's sort of getting tuned up for the Bathurst Carnival, and he's come through all his runs really good, and he's a cult, so he's handling the racing really good. It's probably a little bit disappointing. There was a six-horse two-year-old that they didn't run with. Um, not ideal having to race the older horses. To be honest, I'm, me or Kerry aren't a massive fan of it, but we just feel he needs one more run just to match fitness and also just letting him look around but um yeah look he's he's um he's a horse with above average ability and um you know the draw's a bit tricky but we'll just sort of play it by ear early and hopefully he can just roll through the middle of them without too much carnage and i'm sure if they roll along at a genuine clip he'll be coming home late We'll watch him tomorrow night, Dangerous Threats, and then ahead of those Bathurst heats next week. Race number three, you've come up with the ace draw here with Run, Pop, Run, which certainly puts it right into contention. Yeah, definitely. He's um, one of the elders, and they've been doing a good job with their team, Brad and Darren. So, um, yeah, look, he's, his form looks good enough. He won there two or three starts ago, I reckon, in fairly good time. The rail helps a hell of a lot. Um, if he can hold up from barrier one or be at least be behind the leader, he gets a really good show from there. Captain Dorian goes around in race number six, who looks another key winning chance, comes through uh, a pretty strong Menangle race last time out and with a scratching, looks to be better place. This horse is racing really well. Yeah, he's flying. A um, little bit of a one batter, but he's as tough as nails. Um, probably Menangle, you know, he's come down to Menangle a couple of times and I think he's just got to probably keep coming and he, he will win one here. Uh, just probably got to get used to the racing a little bit more, but when he gets back to Newcastle grade, um, especially like any horse racing at Menangle to drop him back to Newcastle. He's, he's riding that race as well. Patsy Valentine is an interesting runner. You were aboard this mare in a trial. She's first up for Alex Altram. What did you learn from that trial about her? Yeah, she's um, she really impressed me. Obviously, Alex does a really good job with his small team and I do a lot of the driving for him. And um, Alex had a fairly good opinion of her when I jumped on her at the trials and uh, she really felt good like she zipped, didn't probably go over her all time very strong but zipped down the straight really good she was still well in hand um yeah i think that go girlfriend series probably suits her you know i think she'd probably nearly get a chance to roll to the top she's got good gate speed um yeah i think she'll be hard to run down she's um she seems to be a progressive filly all right, that's race number seven tomorrow night and then you've got taking care of business going around in the eighth third up is he ready to fire he is. Uh, yeah, we've just had a few little issues with his feet over the last couple of months and Kez has been working pretty hard, but we've had a new addition to the stable in a treadmill and we've been able to get him on that and I really think it's helped him in, his, in getting him off them front feet and he's sort of every week he's got better and better and he just needs a bit of match fitness under his belt and he's had them two runs, but um, he seems to be really coming on and he's worked yesterday morning suggests that he'll be, he'll be really hard to beat if he gets a good trip. The one's not overly fast out if he could 
get across the run and probably get that dream run that everyone's looking for on old Don Boston's back. Um, we'll see if we can get him turn of Rome, but he's like fighting Muhammad Ali, old Don Boston. He just keeps throwing him. Absolutely. He's won his last two, the old boy, at 14 years of age, and he'll be the favourite again tomorrow evening. And then in the final race, Dance for Glory comes up with the inside alley. Uh, this horse hasn't won in a little while, and his numbers don't look great, but I've been following him. He's going to win one shortly. Yeah, well, that's right. I think you tipped him there a couple of weeks back, and Josh got him knocked down on the first turn in a in a race at Newcastle, and he's been flying. He just his numbers next to his name don't sort of show anything of how good he's actually going. Um, just hard to hold up from one at Newcastle, but if he if he can, I think the last time he won a race it was at Newcastle, running along pretty strong. If he can hold up, he'll go his fifty two mile, and um, yeah, he'll be hard enough to chase. And then Menangle on Saturday night, only a smaller card, seven races. But again, you've got some good chances. O'Daddy is flying. And did she surprise you last start? 54-3 around Penrith is pretty high stepping. She just gets better and better, this mare. Yeah, it's, um, I, I've been critical of Josh a couple of times. How hard he drives her. Andrew Argyle that owns her, he, he loves how Josh drives her. But I've always been concerned that they're driving her too tough. But I think I've been proved wrong. The harder they drive her, the better she seems to go. Um, she just keeps getting better as the prep goes on and, and the racing as it gets stronger, she keeps taking that next step. So, um, yeah, she's absolutely flying. It's probably one of them scenarios too. She hasn't done a hell of a lot of racing at Menangle, so she's probably going to have to dip her toe in and out of the water and just get used to the style of racing. But um, you can't knock a form and a 54-mile around Penrith's always got to be looked at. In race number three, Last Tango in Heaven is a relatively recent addition to your stable and after two runs... This looks like the perfect way for him to kick off uh, winning in Australia. He's, I'm sure, a horse that you're pretty excited about. Yeah, I really like him. Um, Keza sort of found him. and He sort of probably just come to Australia on a really hard time of racing. He ran second first up in 50 and was super. And then next up, we put him in the free-for-all. And he sat three fence, but it was a free-for-all where they just had over 2,300 and there was just no speed on at all. And they just absolutely walked and then zipped home in 26. And I think the winner went 20... 26 and he went 26 but he's just not used to that style of racing he's had a fortnight between runs seemed to have settled in a little bit better too now so he's going to get a really good trip from barrier two and i think the trip will suit him so um yeah we're really excited and we're fortunate enough to be able to get him and um i'm sure he'll put his right foot forward saturday night and in the fast class race pete said so i can't believe his odds on saturday night this horse is continuing to race so well this is a big drop back on what he's been contesting. And we know with his gate speed, he'll put himself in a prominent position. Uh, can he find his way back into the winner's circle? We know he was able to sit on expensive egos back and beat him in sub-150 only five starts ago. Uh, this looks like a very, very winnable race for him. Yeah, definitely. He um, he, he just keeps surprising us all. The, the racing that he's done over the last sort of three months, he just, he just loves it. He can't see a rib on him. He's bouncing. He's bouncing. Went down the track on the lead this morning. He was bucking and kicking the ace tail over his back. He's, he's a happy horse. And, um, yeah, I'm a bit like you. Every time he starts, though, Brittany, he goes out there at silly odds and he seems to keep proving everyone wrong, but they seem to always put him up at these big odds. We can go draw him wide again, but we'll have to head forward for a little bit and find a spot. And I'm sure if he finds a spot handy enough, you know, he only got beat five metres last week in the light horse. And I think if I stayed the fence... Not often I'm going to say this, but if I'd stayed the fence, he runs third. I, I pulled the wrong rein, turn of Rome, and got off the rail, and now probably cost him running third in that. So 
he seems really good and um, hopefully he can bounce back this week. That Saturday night's feature, race number five, the club and angle, Jay Binskin, free for all. Before we let you go, just a bit of an update on a few of the other high-profile stable runners. Porter Prince, uh, what are his plans over the next little while? He was excellent last week. Yeah, he was super. We um, just let him probably get into that free for all grade. Just wanted to see how he matched up, and he matched up, matched up really good. He's, um, he's only a rating 83, so he missed this week. Um, there's a race for him next week at Menangle, the up to 95, and We'll probably just float him around in that grade for a little longer and then maybe sort of looked at something over the winter carnival in Queensland. Um, you know, I think he'll just relish on them them longer journeys and them high high sort of paced races. But um right now we're just gonna let him find his feet and look after him. He's been um he's been an awesome buy for what he was to what he's earned in a short amount of time. So we'll just sort of keep ticking him over, but he seems really good and yeah, we couldn't be happier with him. And Funky Monkey was back at the trials a few weeks ago? Yeah, she trialled last week. Um, she's going to trial again this Wednesday coming at Menangle. They only trial fortnightly, which actually works in really good with, with what we've been doing with her. And um, Keza seems really happy with her. She's um, she's brought her up really slow and really steady. Obviously, it was well documented that she just trained that suspension in a hind leg. So we've just taken every precaution we can and just sort of bringing her up really steady. But she seems to be, fingers crossed, so far so good. Plenty of really good winning hopes over the next few days. Robbie, is there one that you're bringing with confidence around, whether it be at Penrith tonight, Newcastle tomorrow, or Menangle on Saturday night? Probably Pete said so. I sort of agree with you. I don't think he should be their mods, and I think it's a bit of a dropping grade to, to definitely what he's been racing. So, um, you know, three runs ago, I think he went over the line jogging in a Newcastle mile, and he had a bit more luck, he probably wins it. So I think if he can get across and, and get a good posse, I think he's probably one that we've got to stick with just on form alone. All right, race five, number 10 at Menangle on Saturday night. Appreciate your time as always, Robbie. Best of luck over the next few days. Thank you, Rick. Have a good day. That's Robbie Morris. So if you're looking to Penrith tonight, Newcastle tomorrow night, or Menangle on Saturday, uh, he's certainly a driver that you can follow with plenty of confidence. And that market is available, as mentioned, for the J.E. Binskin free-for-all on Saturday night at Menangle, $14 and $3.60 presently, about Pete said. So that's just crazy overs for mine. I think you'll run a really good race for your money uh, there on Saturday evening in the fast class event. That's on the pace for this Thursday. Penrith this evening, that will be our meeting of focus. Eight races there, the first getting underway at 6pm and then a busy day tomorrow with Newcastle, Young and Broken Hill all racing.